G'day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. This episode's slightly different to any episodes that I've done before. Well, not just slightly different. This is the first time I've actually spoken um, about a story of redemption. And it comes from somebody who has been through my courses. And we, the courses and the trading and the education and what we do here at Trader Cobb has influenced this individual in a significant way to come from a place that didn't sound all that wholesome and put him into a place where well, he'll tell his story, but it sounds pretty damn wholesome to me. So it's with absolute great pleasure that I introduce uh, a member. Uh, his name is Bobby, and thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the show, Bobby. Appreciate it, mate. No worries. Thank you for having me, Craig. No worries at all. So look, let's just let's just kick this off, Bobby, by I guess just tell us a bit about yourself and, and sort of where life's taking you, mate. Like, give us a bit of a background. Yeah, no worries. Um, well. Basically, I sort of uh, had a pretty rough and tough sort of upbringing, um, you know, and it's sort of led me down, you know, a life of crime, if you will, sort of thing, you know. I've been in and out of jail for, like, a long time, you know, and it's just up until sort of, you know, until I seen you online. Like, I wanted to – I was sitting in jail once and I remember hearing about Bitcoin and – the price it hit. I think it might have been like the, the mm, like 2017 sort of yep. region around then when it pumped and like the news got it, got wind of it, and I heard that and I just I didn't know anything about Bitcoin at all. So I jumped on YouTube when I got out and I seen you on there and you were doing um, uh, a coin spot um, to buy Bitcoin sort of thing yep. on coin spot and. Then I send you a course and then I went from there and then, you know, I'm here. So you've, you've spent time in the slammer and obviously that's, I mean, I've got, I, I really have no idea about any experience to do with that whatsoever. But I also know that, you know, it tends to be people that end up in those situations. It's, it tends to be something that's sort of built up over a long period of time. It's not usual that you get someone who's sort of been squeaky clean or had a great life that ends up just plonking themselves on the wrong side of the track, so to speak. I mean, was yeah. it was it something from your childhood? Is it something that you were in your teenage years, a bit of a rat bag? I mean, how did you see yourself back in those days, knowing now, of course, that you've you know completely rehabilitated yourself and redeemed yourself, so to speak? Yeah. Um, well, there's a lot of factors. Um, I sort of, well, when I was a child, I grew up in St Kilda, sort of a rough area. Um, my father was like an alcoholic, you know, and like sort of had that abusive um, domestic, um, sort of violent upbringing sort of thing. And, you know, and then like going through school, I'd start wagging and hanging around the wrong people. And then, you know, I'd do my first crime and enjoy it. And the second and third, and then, you know, it just escalated. And it took a long time to like figure out how to get escape from that sort of, uh, from them sort of people, you know, like because all of my friends were sort of, you know, bent, in a way. So what was it that helped? I mean, I mean when, you, when you're doing it, I mean, I, I guess, and we don't have to go into the details of what, you know, the crimes were. That, that's sort of personal. If it, you don't have to share that. But my point being is that, uh, you know, there must be a certain thrill to living on that side of the law and a bit of an adrenaline rush. But there's also probably a side that's a little bit, you know, I know that I would never want to look over my shoulder. I, I never have had to, but I can't imagine the sort of pressure and anxiety that it might create by sort of living a life like that. Is it really hard to escape? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it, it definitely is. You know, um, it, for me personally, it wasn't like so much looking over my shoulders. It's more of the life that I've lost to the system. Like you, no amount of money can get them years back that I've lost. You know, like that uh, life experience. You know, like I, like I've done almost a third of my life in jail. You know, so wow. you know it's big hit. But um, yeah. So what changed it? Like, at what point did you go? I'm not doing this anymore. And of course, if, if that's the life that you know, then it's a lot to b- bring yourself back from if you really don't know much else. What, what was the moment where you went, I'm not doing this. This is rubbish. I'm going to change my life. What, what was it for you? You know what? Like when I really took it seriously, it was when I, I seen your content and I thought, gee, I can, I can do this. You know, like if I can take one thing from your course and then the next, I can do the whole thing. And like, you know, that, in, in my head, I think how many uh, sort of dumb, smart people are there? If they can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? And so it, it was honestly, it was your course that uh, confirmed the change. It gave me sort of something like like possibilities. It opened sort of doors for me. Mate, I'm so humbled to hear that. Um, yeah, that's... I mean, I've had all sorts of messages from, you know, people like yourself and people that have bought their dream home or retired or whatever it may be. I've, I've had some absolute crackers. Um, I don't usually share that sort of stuff. It's quite personal. And um, it, look, it is, you've got to be, I've got to be honest, you know, people often ask me, oh, you know, failed traders help people edu- or educate people. And it's like, mate, you've got no idea. Like people that say this are just, they'll never be pleased yeah. Um, look, sure, I started this business because I wanted to make some money. I saw a gap in the market. But the, the underlying factor is I want to see people do well. I want to see people succeed. I'm not the sort of person that sees somebody who's doing better than me and thinks, oh, they're crap. I, I look at people that are doing better than me and I, I cheer them on. Like, yeah. we should be happy to see people do well. And to hear not just people doing well, but people that have changed their lives for the better, like what you've done, mate, it's um. This dead set, like you can't buy that. You know, if you're a multi billionaire, you can go and buy yourself a football club or, 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 you know, an F1 team or anything like that. But doing that is not going to get you the gratification that you get um, from somebody saying, You changed my life. Uh, and, and it's the biggest, it's the, it's the best drug in the world. I've got to be honest. So thank you for, thank you for sharing that. Uh, I really do appreciate it. So, so what is trading? You know, we, we know that from what you've just said, that trading has brought you. I guess a bit of a structure and a bit of belief in yourself. Um, is there anything like, what, what do you love about it? What is it that you love about being in the markets? I mean, you started from, from literal scratch. You didn't know what Bitcoin was. You looked yeah. into it, you found the course, you went through that. What is it that, you, that you're passionate about? Because it's one thing to be interested. It's another thing to actually be doing things and taking the action and, and putting the work in. Yeah, well, overall, like it's, you know, I, I love doing it all. I love going through the charts. You know, I love when a trade starts setting up to how we, we, the traits that we like, you know, um, and obviously the adrenaline rush when you get a runner or whatever. <laughs> I just love it all. And, and yeah, and especially when you spot a trade where, you, like, not all the time, but you know it's going to be a successful trade, you know, like just when it sets up perfect. You know, I, I just love that. 
Yeah, when you stalk something and you wait and you wait and you wait and you wait and you're like, oh, come on, give me that, give me that, and then it gives it to you, then you take the trade, then you make money. There's, yeah, it's it's like hunting or fishing or, or or anything like that. It's the thrill of the chase, but it's a patient chase. That's that's the thing that a lot of people I think miss is that it's not all high octane stuff here. It's it's a lot of the time it's about just sitting back uh, and going through the motions of finding the opportunity, finding the trends, and then just bloody waiting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the hardest thing for me too. Like sitting on my hands, but I'm getting a lot better, you know? Good on you, mate. Hey, look, how long have you been trading for? And what was the point um, where you decided that this is going to be the thing for you, or right for you, so to speak? Well, not long, not long. Like, I think I've been part of the community for like seven months or so, seven, yep. eight months. Um, and, yeah, as soon as I knew that I was capable, that's what I was done, hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> so as soon as you realized hey you know what yeah i can do this you were like i'm going to do it yeah that, that's the first that's massive mate because you know there's so many people like, I, I hear it all the time and I, look i often hear it when like when i'm on stage somewhere and i get off stage and people want to talk and you know all that sort of stuff which is lovely they, they say oh you know i haven't done your course but or i wish i had done your course back here or it's like well okay that's uh, I get it. Like everyone comes with their excuses and that's okay. Like, don't get me wrong. If, if someone comes up and tells me that at the next event I'm at, I'm not going to be sitting in the back of my head going, you idiot. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. What I'm su- suggesting is that it's one thing to see the opportunity there. And it's another thing to take it by the hands or take it by the horn. Sorry. And, and really run with it. Um, what, what do you think has been the biggest lesson that you've taken from, from trading so far, mate? You cannot be impulsive like at all, you know, it, it, Big thing is patience, like you said. But um, I've done some impulsive things, like where I thought, you know, I could catch the top or catch the bottom, and and yeah, it's just gone south straight away, you know. Like, and then once once you do one thing wrong, for me, I do the next thing wrong, and then it just snowballs. Yeah. So yeah, you you got to keep your emotions in check, one hundred percent. That's that's the one that most people struggle with, and believe it or not. You know, in the course, there's that section on psychology and whatnot. I know that when I was doing that section on stage frequently, um, that would be the time at which people would start to glaze over. And I'm sitting there watching and, look, I know, I understand it because I was kind of the same. You know, you want you want the sex, right? You, you want to get yeah. to the sexy stuff. The sexy stuff, according to most people, is how do I place the trade? What is the trading strategy? But the real the real gold, the, you know, the best part about sex it's not that it's not the act. It's having the partner. It's you know having a farm with animals on it and growing your own food and going fit. Like you know, it's it's the whole picture. Yeah. The the action, the, the 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 exciting part is just one tiny little element of it. It's the rest of it that's important. And impulsiveness. I mean, I always say it. You know, people say, you know, well, sorry, I say to people, when have you ever made a good decision when you were extraordinarily emotional? And most people will say that they don't. So, not being impulsive. I think that's. You know, obviously, everyone's going to have their own lessons, but that's a that's a really good one. Because were you just sort of jumping into things and fomoing a bit, were you? Yeah. Well, look, I, don't, I do not know what happened. Like, just something, some switch clicked in my brain, and I thought it was a good idea to do something, and I done it, and I just couldn't believe I done it. I knew I, I had these like this knot in my stomach as I was doing it, and I still done it. You know, I'm like, Fuck. yeah, it was just ridiculous, and. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's been the biggest breakthrough? Like, I mean, as far as memorable trades or mem- – it doesn't have to be a trade necessarily, but 
What were some of the most sort of memorable moments that you've come across so far in your, in your relatively short career as a trader? What, what have been the moments where you've really just felt like the bee's knees? Oh, um, oh I, I got like... I got like seven trades in a row, like, and I had like a couple runners on at the same time, and that that felt pretty good. But like, the more the things that stick out more in my mind are the losses and like the silly mistakes, sort of thing, you know. Mm. For me personally, um, yeah, I, it just stands out to me because I blew my account out basically, you know. I just think, yeah, it was just ridiculous on the one minute chart, like, a, oh, jeez, oh, you went yeah. that high octane, huh? Yeah, yeah, because uh, I think it was uh, Siren Labs. It just pumped up like in it ten x in like two days, and I thought I could short it. Like, just an idiot, you know. <laughs> That's the old think. You, you know, we yeah. say what you see, not what you think. And yep, the lessons that come that I speak of a lot of the time. Look, I can say, I can talk about all the lessons, but until you really face up to it and it happens to you, you can't really take it on board that much. I mean, it's, it's pretty much impossible to learn from somebody, absorb 100% of what they're saying, teaching and doing. Uh, a lot of the lessons, and that's a huge part of why um, we you know, always say start with a small account and manage your risk like a yes. mofo. You know, it's so important to make sure. You know, if, you, if, you've got, if you've got more money you can put into the account, that's fine, but get yourself steady first. Get yourself competent. Go through those ups and downs and whatnot with a smaller account and then go ahead and increase that capital. 100%. So with, with where you're at now, mate, I mean, obviously – you know, it's been, well, I mean, when did you get out from your stint in 2017? Um, oh, it, it was only a short stay that, well, short for me, it was like a year or so. Yep. Um, I've done a couple of little ones in between six months, just silly, silly stuff. And, but it, it was honestly when, I remembered about it actually. I was, I'd been out for probably a month or so, and I jumped on. So this would have been about mm, start of twenty twenty one ish. Yeah, okay, and that's when you really went. I'm not going back. I'm going. To, I'm going to do something for myself different. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And I was on this. Um, I'm on this. Uh, this sort of uh, court program where you get uh drug tested and you, you know you've got all these appointments and they really sort of keep you in line like um they're, they're, they're on your back to it, it's it's a life-changing sort of course as well you know so it's good for you it's, it's not like they're setting you up to fail they're setting you up to succeed yeah well that's if you want to change they can help you change you know like but if you don't want to change like you know most of the people they just want to party have fun get locked up come back out do the same thing then it's not going to help. But if you take it seriously, you will change, you know? Well, it's great to know that the Australian system's got those sorts of things in place. It's just, but as always, you know, as, as I spoke of before, it comes down to the individual to make the choice to take the action. Congratulations for doing that. So from from there, um, you know, we're not going back very long, mate. Where do you see yourself now in five years' time? Like, I mean, it must be a totally different landscape that you're now living within. Where, where do you see yourself in five years? Um. Definitely trading, you know. Um, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I definitely don't see myself back in jail at all ever again. You know, either neither do my family. Like, I, I'm a completely different person, to be honest. Um, 
but I would love to still be in construction and trading, you know, like have a few milestones, like, you know, move out of this house into the next and start a family or whatever. But yeah, that's, you know, I haven't really thought about that far ahead. You know, I take it sort of day by day, week by week. Keep on the straight and narrow, do the old, uh, what do they say with um, people like uh, addicts and whatnot? It's, it's one day at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's sort of like that too, but I'll, I'll have my obstacles. Like I'll bump into people like old old associates and especially in the construction business too, you know, like there's all sort of shady characters and like I, it's it's kind of hard to uh, sort of uh, get around them, you know, but yeah, like, like you said, one day at a time, I guess. And do you still find the temptation to go like to, to do silly things propping up and then you've just got a you just got a stronger resolve to not do that or is it just you've just so set in your mind where you're like nah it ain't happening you know it's it's probably a bit of both actually you know like because I, I was a lot into the sort of party drugs and you know uh the uppers kind of thing and yeah. it just start from there you know so sometimes if i see like a real good close mate that we used to go out clubbing or whatever then I sort of get that urge. Not that I go clubbing now, but, you know, it's just I get that urge, but, like, I can resist it a lot better, you know. I, I The last thing I want to be doing right now, especially with trading when you need to be all there, is mm. be getting on drugs and then doing silly things, you know. Yeah, well, that's that's unreal, mate. The strength that you've got to... Um... To just get through all that, I mean, it's 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 testament to your character, and it's yeah, you should be really proud of yourself, mate. It's it's, it's really really bloody pretty pretty incredible to uh, to have you there. I mean, how old are you, Bobby? I'm 37 now. Righto. So you, when you say 130 of life, that's a that's a fair chunk of time in and out, in and out, in and out, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's a rough guess. It's between like 10 and 15 years since I was 17. You know. Jesus. Yeah, life ex- life experience. I'm sort of like you know, in between twenty two and twenty five or some, you know, like. But um, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, though, you're young enough to still have plenty of time. I mean, I, I used to, uh, I listened to a bloke um, who has a podcast. I don't know his name, but it's called The Clink. Have you listened to that show at all? Oh yeah, he 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 was actually uh, interviewed. Um, he's ex bandito, yeah, or something. Yeah. It's like number one podcast, I think. Yeah, he, I, just listening to some of those stories, you know, I mean, we all go through hard times. There's, we, we know that, you know, everyone's going to face hard times in their life. It's how we deal with it that really gives us that resolve to move on. And that's why, you know, motivational podcasts or books, I, I like stories of redemption. That's why when when you popped up and, and sort of said to Reese, I think it was, um, yeah. hey, look, I'm willing to have a chat. I was like, yep, never done this one before. And and it's, this is the sort of stuff I love because it, it we all have these issues. We all have these problems. And to hear somebody who's been through so much from, you know, from a really hard childhood by the sound of it, a pretty messy, you know, teenage years through into young adult life and spending so much time in and out of jail and in the wrong crowds and I'm sure there were some sketchy moments when you were in, and I'm sure there were some sketchy moments when you were out. And for you to come through that with a new outlook, I mean, that's it's it's obviously you know we look we can look back and say, oh, it's a shame you didn't do it earlier. But the fact of the matter is, is that when people say that they didn't do it earlier, so you've only got today, and if we're lucky, we've got tomorrow. And what you do with today is the most important moment you've got because this is the moment that we have, and um, it's 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 inspiring to hear other people's 
journeys. And it's not it's not meant to make people's own problems feel insignificant, although often that is the case. It's just to hear the strength from other people that, you know, there'll be listeners right now, Bobby, that'll be that'll be in a hard space. I mean, the market has crashed, we've got high inflation, um, job or wages are stagnant um, in Australia and in many other parts of the world. It's kind of like a cut and paste Western world issue right now. A lot of people out there are going to be hurting. And, um, you know, the last thing I want people to think in themselves is that they can't do it. And look, I've been in moments of my life where I've felt like, you know, there's no hope. I've never thought those terrible thoughts, but, uh, you know, they're really bad ones, but, but it just, it gets you down at times. And I'm hopeful that the whole purpose of, of having you on here, Bobby, is to inspire those people to have them listen and hear a story of somebody that, look, they might be in a worse position right now, or they might not be, but to hear that you, with a strong bit of resolve and a positive outlook, you can really achieve anything. I mean, I'm, I'm a guy who, I, I got terrible grades in school. Uh, my dad was a builder, so I worked in construction. Uh, I invested. I had little businesses and stuff when I was younger. I was a bit entrepreneurial like that. Then I went to London with no idea what I was going to do, and I found trading. And I stuck to that. I just kept busting my ass for years to work out how to do it. Lost a lot of money too. Uh, and then I started to get a hold of it. And I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. Sure, I've got some. I've got some savvy to me, but I mean, if I write a, if I write an article, I got to get it. Uh, grammatically checked. I'm, I'm not very good with that scholastic stuff. I sort of think a bit, I don't know, I, I think a, a bit differently than, than along those lines. But anyone can do whatever they want. It's it's up to how hard you're willing to work for it and what sacrifices that you're willing to make. Are you feeling like you're making any sacrifices at the moment on this new path or is it just a much easier life for you, Bobby? It, it is. I, I feel there is no sacrifice at all. You know, I, I'm actually enjoying life. I, I feel, you know, I, I feel like I fit in now. I, you know, I, you know, even coming back home, I, I just feel good that I've done a, a day's work. You know, um, yeah, it's everything you said. I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. You know, like, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's Sorry. it's great. it's obviously hitting hard, mate. Look, I'll ask you another question, and we can uh, we can go from there. But um, you know, this is a very personal story, ladies and gentlemen. So you know, it's um, it's it's hard sometimes. It's hard. So I'll ask you this. So what <clears throat> what would you say to anyone that's um, that's been or is in a similar position to where you were and feels like they're completely lost and trapped? What would you say to somebody who's listening right now? They've got you in their earbuds, in their earbuds, or they're listening in the car, and they're having a really, really hard time or on the wrong side of the tracks. What would you say to these people, essentially talking to yourself in your younger years? What, what would be your advice? What would you say to them? Um, you know, if, if they sort of – see, with people sort of in the life that I have, they have had um, – a lot of mental issues and just keep like if you want to if you want a, a way out of your life that you're leading just you know go for it and even change change things like your diet um your sleeping patterns um it, it all helps when it comes to mental health sort of thing you know so self-love work on you don't worry about the other things you can I saw a, a wonderful cartoon. Uh, I can't remember what the show was. And this woman, this cartoon character, it's kind of an adult car uh, cartoon show. And um, she said, oh, where have you been? Everyone's been worried about you. you know, they're annoyed that you haven't been in contact. And he said, "This little, this, it's a bear. He says, I needed to take care of myself. 
I'm, I'm not going to make any apologies for my happiness. This is the happiest I've been in my life. I took time out to work on myself and I'm in joy. And I was like, I actually posted it on my personal Instagram page because I was like, holy shit, that just blew me away. It was like, we forget so often that the, the crux of life is our own joy and our own happiness. Now, if your cup, your happiness cup is overflowing because you're that full of life and happiness and joy, well, sweet. It can overflow and help other people. But if your cup is empty, you've got nothing to give. And if you keep trying to give all the time, you just keep on emptying your own cup. So the, the importance of self-love uh, giving yourself time and just saying no. It's something in society these days that it just seems like if you don't reply to a text in a certain amount of time, it's like, well, where are you? It's like, I'm here, but I'm not with you. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm taking a moment. I'm, I'm taking some time for me. I need some space. I want to breathe. I just want to sit down and watch, you know, watch the footy or sit down and watch bloody gold mining shows or just give me a break. I'm out. That's why I love being on the ocean. No one can contact me, but uh, the self-love thing. And look, is there is there anything else you'd like to say to the audience that we might not have addressed in here thus far? I mean, you've had a pretty a pretty interesting life, no doubt, and um, I'm looking forward to continuing to work with you and, and seeing your progress in the community and whatnot. And, uh, you know, who knows? Perhaps down the track there's going to be a, a Bobby podcast and a, and a Bobby book and a story of redemption that uh, that goes from – from zero to absolute mean, mean ass boss. When I say mean, I don't mean figuratively, but you know, just absolutely slaying. Is there anything else you'd like to say to the audience uh, before we wrap this up? Um, yeah, if you go and say, if you want to change your life, like, oh my god, um, sorry, man, I'm just I'm frozen. Like, it's okay, mate. I not think right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay, mate. There doesn't need to be anything else. We've covered an awful lot in this, and I've got to be honest, uh, it must be quite confronting to bring these things up and talk in a public environment as well. Like This is going to go out to uh, a number of people, and they're going to be listening to it. And I want you to take confidence from that and 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 just happiness because what, you're, what you've done just here by talking openly about your life, uh, you know, the, the, the icky bits, the yucky bits, the bad bits, the nasty bits, and then the way you've turned it around, you should be very proud of yourself because this story is going to inspire a lot of people and a lot of people that, you know, perhaps had you have had this podcast when you were 22, um, it might have just helped you get through that and get back on the straight and narrow. So with that, uh, Bob, I just want to thank you so much for being so brave, uh, coming forward and sharing your story with, uh, with this wonderful audience and me. I know it wasn't easy to do. Um, I know you've not done anything like this before, but uh, I just wanted to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you and uh, a massive congratulations to you, brother, because a lot of people don't get out of that life. They get out of it in two ways. They end up <clears throat> locked up for life or they end up six feet under. You're going to do neither of those two things. You're going to progress and you're going to be a freaking rock star. And, um, you know, I'm sure your family are really stoked for you. So congratulations, mate. Thank you very much, Craig. Thanks for having me on the show. Not a problem. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a different style of show on the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Not so much to do with cryptocurrency itself, but certainly mixing trading and the story of redemption. And if you are going through a hard time, don't forget that there are resources out there. You can contact Lifeline and many other areas out there for mental health beyond blue. Um, if you do need some help, please don't don't hesitate to ask. It might be your friend. It might be your parents. It might be a mentor locally. It might be just just releasing that tension in yourself. There is always a chance for you. You just need to make that decision and take that step. And it's not always going to be easy, but I'll tell you what, 
you know, speaking to Bobby and, and uh, hearing his story, it's going to be worth it if you do it. So back yourself, dive in, take care of yourself and be kind to one another. Thanks very much for your time, Bobby. Take it easy, everybody. Have a great day. Bye for now.